Welcome to Winning Is Not Everything, where we bring sanity back to youth sports by focusing on character development, effort, and sportsmanship, not rankings and trophies. I'm your host, Sean Jensen, former NFL reporter, children's book author, and youth sports coach. Attention all young athletes and your parents. Howard Blue, the head basketball coach at one of the top prep schools in the nation, has a message for you. To find out, check out part three of our conversation right now. Do you know what FOMO stands for? But before I say, I want us to start with a little background. According to Boston Magazine, FOMO was introduced in a paper in the year 2000 by a marketing strategist named Dan Herman. But the term didn't become popular until Patrick McGinnis wrote an article about the term in a Harvard Business School magazine op-ed. FOMO is short for fear of missing out. And it's an anxiety that someone has about missing out on information, events, products, etc. It's also a popular sales tactic, and it's often employed in youth sports. A coach or program will tell an athlete or their parent that they are key to unlocking college and pro opportunities for that child. Howard Blue was an elite prep basketball player. He earned a full ride to play at Colgate University. He had professional playing options, and he's coached in and around youth sports for decades now, including as the head coach at one of the most prestigious schools in the DC metro area, Georgetown Prep. And he wants you to know something that others are afraid to tell you. Tune in now. Howard, what's like a saying that one of your coaches used to say to you that just sticks in your mind to this day? (laughs) I don't know. I had one coach tell me, he used to say all the time, and you're not good enough to chew gum and play basketball at the same time. That's that's something I've never forgotten. And I, I, I've caught myself saying it a couple of times as if using too much energy to chew and not let the gum fall out of your mouth that you can't focus on making a layup. <laughs> What's a common saying that you have that your student athletes hear a lot? I just get after it every day. That's, that's, a, that's one thing I say to them at the beginning. We're going to get after it today, fellas. Like, and it's just a, just a subtle reminder that like, we're going to get after it today. And when we play against other teams, like that, it gets changed if we're going to get after them. And when they're fully bought in, like when they're able to make that switch from getting after it daily to getting after the other team, like there's a moment when I know my team understands that switch. And like I feel, I feel really good about my team anytime I, I feel confident they understand that switch. What's one message you have for youth sports parents today? One message I have for youth sports, I don't know if there's a such thing as one. I think youth sports is all messed up right now. I would tell parents that what's happening right now is never the most important thing in your kid's life. Focus on tomorrow with them as much as possible and be their biggest fan, not their biggest critic. Um, I think that is something that we don't see a lot of. And to be quite honest, I would tell the youth sports parents that in this whole dynamic between you and coaches and influencers or whatever you might want to say, you and your kid hold all the power. There's no system without the player. There's no coach who can win a championship without the player. There's no program that can get college scholarships without the player. 
Um, if the player's not good enough, the college coaches aren't going to want them. And that's the truth. I think it'll be very important for us to get back to treating youth sports as what it's supposed to be, helping kids find the love and passion for games and their friends and learning how to develop and get better. And as you move up, the stakes raise. One thing that I know is a big challenge for me talking about the reason I couldn't just say one thing is that I watch 17, 18, 19 year old high school juniors and seniors look for exposure to get college scholarships and eventually play professional sports all the time. And we watch that and we're watching that at that age. And it, it, it actually bothers me that nine and 10 year olds are playing sports, and in my case, basketball, in the same environment and then with the same focus and in the same system as a 17-year-old and a 16-year-old. Like, it's, it's, something's not right about that. And if people aren't willing to, like, admit that and challenge it, I think we're going to see more and more problems um, that are starting to surface. And, and it starts because of what's happening at the young age. I don't think there's any reason that eight- and nine-year-olds should be playing in the same format that a 15, 16, and 17-year-old play, um, or at least not consistently. That's something that I would tell parents to really, to really consider as you're, you're putting your kids into the hands of, of adults to nurture and, and develop them. That's great insight, Howard. Lastly, Howard, what's one message you have for young athletes who look up to you and your remarkable story and maybe someday want to play for you as one of your players? It's not always easy and it's not always fun. And like what you see on the outside is usually the most exciting and the best part. Um, but what's happening when no one is watching is usually the most important. If you can keep that in the right perspective, you'll always have a better chance like the perception is outweighing reality a lot of times. Um, but if you can make sure that your reality is about getting better every day, like you, you have no idea how much you can improve. It won't take long, but you have a lot of time. But improvement can happen in a matter of days. And if it happens in days, imagine what will happen in a week. Imagine what will happen in months. Um, so just stick to it and, and give it your best shot every day. And if you improve a half of a percent in a couple of days, like, it's not going to take you long to double your abilities. That's great insight, man. Howard, I really appreciate your time and your, no uh, your, your brilliant insight. Thank you. No problem at all. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Winning Is Not Everything. Please make sure to like the podcast, subscribe, and share. And don't forget, you can contact me through my website, seankjensen.com. Winning is not everything, but the three H's to be a real hero in life are hustle, humility, and heart. I'm your host, Sean Jensen, and we'll see you next time. Next time.